0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this Netflix and Dill episode, we're going back to the Mean Streets of Delhi with the second season of Netflix's Delhi Crime.
0: Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people.
1: And I guess we got a content warning on this one. Um, Not as badly as the first season, I think, but this is a very violent TV show
0: yes so if you know anything about the series delhi crime um or if if you listen to our episode on the first season uh you know that like this is not a light show um there is not any sexual violence in this season like there is in the first season the first season is about sexual violence um however this season is still about
1: murdering old people
0: yeah yeah, it's pretty it's pretty brutal at With times hammers.
1: uh
0: so yeah we just want to we want to put that out there the, mm-hmm. you know this this is some difficult subject matter and um there's also some issues of discrimination if you're it's opposed, not an easy show
1: if you're opposed to murder this might not be the one for you
0: mm-hmm. um so yeah if you want to skip it for that reason or just you know make sure you're in a good space when you listen
1: just download the episode and we're happy
0: uh but before we get to Delhi crime matt uh we have a review we have a new oh, review wow. it's been a while it has been a while since we had a review what um, kind
1: and lovely person who <laughs> left us a review
0: uh this is from vd24 in belgium hmm. i was uh, just
1: near belgium yes
0: you were just near belgium and my uh, i have a lot of family in belgium my grandmother's from belgium to visit. We hope to visit one day.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, So VD24 says, my fave Hindi movie catalog, and then gives us five stars.
1: Awesome.
0: Thank you so much, VD24. They write, hi, Aaron and Matt. I bought an iPhone just to write you a review. (laughs)
1: That's a lot of money, but thank you. Yes,
0: that's, that's a lot of effort into writing this
1: review. What were you listening to the uh, podcast on before? I'm, I'm curious now.
0: Uh, just kidding, but I've been meaning to write oh, you
1: <laughs> Oh, you got me
0: for so long, really. I randomly discovered your podcast almost a year ago, and it quickly became my comfort podcast. Mm. The comfort I found in two cinephiles talking about Bollywood at length in my ear was something I never thought I needed. I eagerly wait for your episodes now that I have binge listened to almost all of them. Wow. I follow your recommendations. There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, one 160? Well, probably in the 170s,
1: now? I think, yeah.
0: Mm, not quite at all. We know. have a lot yeah. of Netflix
1: and Dills and supplementals, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, I follow your recommendations to watch movies for the next episode, so the podcast has become a good Hindi movie catalog for me.
1: Huh, I'm sorry about a lot of movies then.
0: <laughs> I, I know, I'm like, right now I'm just like, oh, we 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 were really complimentary towards Pappy Goudia, but... Uh, we hope you liked it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you didn't watch the other two though.
0: Uh, you guys are so great to listen to the aspects of a movie that you observe is great. And the commentary you provide is really insightful. I wish you all the best wishes for many, many years to, of podcasting. And I hope you continue loving and sharing your Bollywood journey with us. And then, and then there's a heart emoji. Oh, well, that is you. so nice. Thank you. VD. Yes. Thank you. VD 24. Um, if you could reach out to us on uh, Twitter or Facebook, or um, if you have Instagram, I'm my my handles at Balcony Cocktails. If you can reach out to us there, we'll send you your Biffle points all the way to Belgium. We'd really, mm-hmm. we'd really love to do that. Uh, that that really means a lot. We've been doing this podcast for over seven years now. Um, it's just something that we do in in our dining room <laughs> mm-hmm. um and 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 generally it's just you know something that we do for ourselves and a lot of times with podcasting um especially hobby podcasting like we're doing you feel like you're putting things out into a void and it's it's been a while since uh since, since we've someone got-
1: validated <laughs> well
0: since we've gotten a review and um and and it really does mean a lot. I mean, we do hear from some of our regular listeners quite regularly because mm-hmm. um, they're regular listeners. But it's still, you know, it, it it really means a lot. And you know, sometimes we're stressed out and wondered like, do we still have anything to say here? But you know, we keep we keep going because we love doing this, and it it always means a lot when we hear from someone on the other side of the world that that they appreciate what we're doing. So so thank you so much, BD Twenty Four thank you <laughs> all right uh, so this is a netflix and Dill episode so we're going to be discussing a streaming series uh, and we try and make these a bit um, a bit a bit shorter we don't always succeed
1: loosey goosey mhm this one i'm going to need the spoiler zone for a lot of it i think
0: yes uh, so we didn't so, watch this together. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is We didn't watch this together because you've been in Germany for two weeks and I've been home. So we actually watched this separately and I really have no idea what you thought about it. We have not talked about what you thought about it or what I thought about it at all. No. Other than I think I know exactly in the second season, sorry, in the second episode where you were annoyed.
1: I Yeah, I texted you like, go <laughs> we'll figure out exactly when I went.
0: <sighs> but, okay, so I'll just get that out of the way. It's when there's like that... Theater demonstration. Yeah. They don't go anywhere with that. It just happens briefly.
1: No, it's just something that happens outside (laughs) of Shefali Shaw's office, and she does the same thing. Like, ugh. Uh, Actors. (laughs) I got murderers running around on the loose, and this is what I have to deal with in front of my car? Actors?
0: So we have discussed the first season of Delhi Crime. We'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. Uh, it was excellent. Yeah. Very difficult subject matter. Um, about the, It's handled well. It, it, it is handled very well. Um, if you don't know what that season is about, it's about the um, Delhi bus the
1: India's Daughter case?
0: Yes, uh, yeah. that happened in 2012, I believe. Uh, the first season was written and directed by Richie Mehta, and it went on to receive an international Emmy for Outstanding Drama Series. And I think
1: this season's 2013, right? Because they said in one of the uh, CCTV bids.
0: Oh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. But unlike the first season, which really followed um, a, a pretty well-known case. Mm-hmm. Um and something we
1: would have heard of because there was documentaries made about it.
0: Yes, yes. And well, and we heard it's it. It's also
1: than, a very horrific case.
0: Yes, we heard about it in the news at the time. Um this season does kind of take inspiration from uh the headlines and real car- crimes in India, however it is fictional. Hmm. Um so the
1: Wait, the gang wasn't real?
0: The gang was real.
1: Oh, like the second coming of the gang
0: but but kind of the the murders that Shafali Shah and, yeah. and her colleagues are investigating mm. that's all fictionalized
1: so they didn't, it didn't happen again no okay no.
0: so so this is this is more of a fictional take than I mean they're both fiction obviously the first season is also fiction um, but this is less ripped from the headlines.
1: This is shorter too, right? Yes. So this is five only episodes. five episodes. Yeah.
0: Um, it came out on August 26th on Netflix. So we're kind of... Part of the
1: year of Shafali Shah.
0: A little late. Yes, it is the year of Shafali Shah. Uh, we haven't seen Dr. G yet, but I've heard good things about it. But between Darlings, second season of Delhi Crime, Jelsa, Dr. G, it is the year of Shefali Shah.
1: So now, I'm, gl- I'm, so, I'm so year?
0: glad that we live in the year of uh Priyani Chopra.
1: <laughs> it wasn't Priyani Chopra. No, it was. Uh, yes, it was. Saina. No, no. Who actually had the a good, girl on he,
0: the train? He
1: married. Um, he married Katrina Kaif. Oh, Vicky, Koshal. Vicky Koshal's year last year.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he really only had the one movie. But he
1: had the best movie. Okay, fair. <laughs> and he uh, married Katrina Kaif.
0: <laughs> but if you're going by, like, media saturation, no, it was no. Parineeti Chopra's year. I will say, like... This is a better year. <laughs> Shafali Shah, not just in terms of media saturation, is having a good year. Uh, I think she's just, like, these are all very interesting roles we've seen her in again very excited to see her play a gynecologist and dr g who i assume is you know trying to like whip ayushman Khurrana in shape i don't know what's gonna go on there but i'm excited
1: it supposedly has a bit of a different formula than his other ones so yeah that's,
0: that's good. good yeah that's good um so all of these was so again it's five episodes all directed by um Taneesh chopra uh so richie Mehta. Uh, didn't write or direct any of this season. It's a
1: producer though, I think, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which, we saw a similar thing happen with um, Sacred Games. we mm-hmm. kind of recommended to Matwane and Cash um, An- Up are really responsible for the first season, and then they brought in some more people for the second. I wonder if we're going to see something similar with, like, Maiden in, in Heaven. Yeah. Um, which already ha- kind of had more cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did kind of I noticed that it felt different. I don't know if you did. I still liked it, but I noticed it felt different. Yeah. Um, and Richie Meta had done so much research and work on um, the the Delhi, the Delhi gang rape case. Um,
1: it's also different because it's only five episodes long. Like, it, yeah. it kind um, of no. feels rushed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does feel rushed. And... Um, Especially like following up such heavy subject matter is yeah. difficult, um, and I think here we're spending a bit more time, kind of, with the the personalities, um, which is great because I like these actors. Uh, mm-hmm. So stars Shivali Shah, um, Rajesh Tyling and Rassika Dugel—they're kind of our main three cops that we follow. They're all great. Um, Adil Hussein is also kind of um Shif Ali Shah's boss.
1: <laughs> mm,
0: yeah. um, always kind of messing things up for her. Uh, and then new... Yes, he
1: has political things he has to deal with.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then new to the cast uh, in a bit of a monsoon wedding reunion is Tilatama Uh And I don't think we can really say much about her role.
1: No, but I didn't like how the perspective shifts... But three episodes in?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll, we'll probably have to talk about that more in the spoiler zone. But, like...
0: Yeah, this, is, this will be a difficult show to
1: talk about without yeah. a spoiler zone. The fact that we can't talk about her and she's not even introduced until then kind of should tip you off a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so do, do, you, do you want to set up the plot for us, Matt? We have a, a couple notes just about things that are brought up in the the show, which I think okay. I think we can bring up in the in the plot.
1: I'm pretty sure it's a year later. Or at least 2013, when the last was 2012, because mm-hmm.
0: and there's a sense that like they've been doing a good job. They've been more more ca- like more crimes are being reported. Like yeah. you know, there's this idea that um, <laughs> finally the
1: cops are <laughs> doing a good job.
0: The, yeah, there's this idea that like more cases are being reported, so maybe they're not solving as much, but like maybe I don't know, things are shifting and changing. Maybe there's trust. There's still obviously a lot of tension.
1: I don't remember if Raska Dougal hooked up with the army guy in the first season, but...
0: Yeah, he's a factor. I, yeah. I think they had just gotten married. There's definitely a lot more
1: tension in that relationship.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since we watched the first season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> There's been a whole pandemic since we watched the first season.
1: And Rajesh Tai telling I think he was trying to marry his daughter off in the first one, too. Yeah, so, yeah he's basically the same. I love him. You know, he's good. And she's probably shy, and she's still the boss. She has to keep an eye on things.
0: And still having to deal with her daughter.
1: Yeah, who's moved to Toronto. And that university that she's going to is made up. There is no (laughs) People's University of Toronto. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I texted you that, too. And you're like, what the f*** are you talking about? It's three in the morning. (laughs) So.
0: Well, and also, man, we we are not getting to the plot. Also, no university in Canada would ever email your parents if you weren't showing up for class.
1: Unless you were like a ward of the state or something, like, it, or like if, if there was a if there was an agreement where you had like a guardian or something, or you were underage.
0: Yes, if you were underage, which I do not think she is. No, I don't think so. Um, but even I mean, you started university when you were underage. I don't think they.
1: Uh, I yeah. mean, I didn't get into any academic trouble. Well, yeah, I did drink a lot though.
0: I think the like they would only contact your parents if there was like an emergency or some serious concerns about yeah
1: um, if you, academic your probation health. is not uh, but they
0: wouldn't they would never they would yeah. never email your parents to say uh you know oh you're like you're on academic probation you're on academic probation your kid isn't showing up for class that would not happen
1: and uh, they also don't care if you show up to class or not depends on the class but usually yeah. it's just like a lecture yeah so uh, that was weird I, yeah it's a little <laughs> weird but you kind of needed that tension she's She's only there for maybe 20 minutes of the show entirely. And, and
0: yeah, she feels like she's only there because she was in the first season. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, Richie Mehta, I, I understand he wasn't as involved with the season, but he's Canadian. So I'm just like, you mm-hmm. would know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is also, I think, why she's going to school in Toronto anyways. Well, What's the plot, Matt?
1: A lot of Indian people come to Canada too. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty understandable. Um, so... Uh, about a year later, there is a murder at a rich person's house where the <clears throat> the cameras have caught everything, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it's almost and- as if they want the cameras to catch it.
1: Yeah. And yeah. these guys are uh, greased up and kind of wearing, like, uh, an undershirt and just, like, shorts, basically. Yeah. And covering their faces with masks. And they've broken into this house... And basically beat everyone to death with hammers and cleavers. And it's pretty grisly.
0: And the, and the people that they murder are seniors.
1: Yeah, and they're wealthy yeah. as well.
0: Yes, they're well off. And... And they also leave the crime scene in... A,
1: they eat all the food. Yeah, in a huge booze.
0: state of disarray.
1: Yeah, they pee on the floor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Shefali She's just like, oh no, this reminds me of a, a thing we had to deal with in the 90s, the Catchup Banyan Gang.
0: Yes, now so this this is kind of like the real true part of the show. Um, the Catchup Banyan Gang is a real gang that was going around India and committing these robberies and murders. Mm-hmm. Um it sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, they're pretty brutal. <laughs> uh, especially the way it's shown uh, in the show. Uh, but it's and, and they would go to an area, rob as many places as they could, then leave, then go to another area. And so this is a real thing that happened. However, the murders and the cases that they're investigating in Delhi, and then the way that this story unfolds, the, this is fictionalized.
1: So they didn't come back? No.
0: Okay. As far as I'm aware.
1: Yeah. Um, so... The footage accidentally gets leaked to the media, mm-hmm. which is Shafali Shah's real foe is footage getting out to the media <laughs> or people telling the media things because mm-hmm. then she has to deal with uh, reporters. Or
0: her being forced to tell the media things.
1: Yeah. So uh, she gets extremely pissed off. Her boss tells her, like, the, the minister is calling and mm-hmm. you're in deep shit. You better figure this out. And she says, well, we're going to do it in one day. Yeah. Uh, and there's... a an- Because
0: there's obviously, like... There's obviously people are a terrified. fear. Yeah. Yes, because you know, like
1: and it's also people who matter are scared because they're rich.
0: Yeah, but it's also like it's it's terrifying, you know? Like I think one of the things that this show really like instilled in me is just how vulnerable um like people are as they age and you know you think you you think think your home is like your most secure space and so also these gated
1: communities all all have like an old guy like asleep on a chair outside like (laughs) they're not the guards are not exactly doing Mm -hmm. a great job in almost any Indian movie I've ever seen okay Um, but so the original Kachurbanian tribe was what was called a um, denotified tribe
0: yes they were a tribe
1: the gang was made up of members of a denotified tribe
0: Yes, or at least that is what is assumed. That's what that they're is, assuming is happening this time. Too. That's what that's what we're told in the show. So, um, denotified tribes end up being um, an important um, part of the show because originally they suspect that this gang is back, and they bring in a cop who's retired who has experience with denotified. Tribes. Also, very now, racist. Yes. Um this this season or ca- is
1: castist again. Like he's, a, he's a dick.
0: This classist. He's this, definitely a classist. This season sure. is very much about um class and um the socioeconomic uh tensions. Uh so so denotified tribes were um kind of castes or tribes that were listed originally under the Criminal Tribes Act in 1871. They were called criminal tribes. Um this is obviously not great this obviously is going to lead to discrimination um and the criminal tribes act was repealed in 1949 and thus they became they probably repealed a lot of stuff in
1: 1949 tribal
0: communities um however after that they were still kind of forced to register um well into the 50s and then and then again things changed um but the the discrimination of of members of these these castes, of these communities, of these tribes has continued yeah. uh, and so that is a real issue that the show discusses because originally that's who they assume is committing who commits the first murder, there are subsequent murders and they go they and,
1: basically they
0: go to the slums and round up yeah, all everybody. these people
1: and this guy, he worked on the case for a long time, he's also very wealthy and uh, Rajesh Tai um, but always telling compl- and his buddy have a thing where it's always he goes somewhere and the the, the guy's offered food and he's yeah. like no don't eat the food and the other guy's always hungry yeah <laughs> I appreciate it but
0: this this cop that they bring in um, who's retired who has experiences who has experience with denotified tribes uh yeah
1: he's, he's complaining about his pension all he's the time even always, he apparently doesn't need it
0: he's always complaining about his pension even though like he's a beautiful home and nice things uh, and he he fundamentally believes that these people are born, born criminals, criminals. Yeah. and Shafali shah is clearly Shafali shah and and her colleagues are clearly disgusted with this man mm-hmm. um but it's coming from above that they have to to work with him that's their, so, that's
1: literally their only lead
0: it's literally the only lead it's they have no choice there's also a lawyer who comes in um to defend them who himself uh, what mm-hmm. is a, is a part of the the community? Yeah. Um. And so that's that's a really interesting um, dynamic that they explore for kind of like the first three episodes.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> that's my main problem with the show is it's lopsided. Yeah. Because we should get into the spoilers zone if we want to talk about the last two episodes. But the first three ep- uh, the first three episodes are pretty well focused on this denotify tribes thing. There's this yeah. you know sort of um, And they find two guy. guys. Yeah, they find two guys who were...
0: Who have a history of um, thievery who were yeah. in They were the on area, CCTV yeah, in that area the, the, day the day before. before. Yeah. But they're pretty insistent, you know, like, we didn't do this. I like that. They escape from the cops and this is a big, like, Rassica, Rassica, Rassica Dougal is blamed yeah. uh, for this and it's kind of her fault.
1: It's definitely her fault. Um, she was talking on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Everyone, they, all the cops who talk on the phone on this show, immediately someone escaped. Or, like, because yeah. it happens a little bit later, too.
0: And then they come back um, with the lawyer and they're like, Well, like, why would you run away if you're not guilty? And it's like, uh, Did you look at the way you were treating everyone? Like, yeah. come on. We're
1: basically being treated as if we're guilty, and essentially, uh, Adil Hussein's just like, Yeah. Throw these yeah. guys under the bus. And they
0: were guilty of a crime. They
1: they, they were actually smarter. They were actually staking out a different house that they wanted to rob, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, like.
0: and they did rob, but they robbed like black money, yeah. so they knew that
1: like. But their their have alibi is like we couldn't have murdered them, we were robbing someone else at the time. And they get away with it too, because the guy won't press charges. Yeah. So um, But it
0: seems like though those guys actually want to improve their life. They
1: wanted to start a business and no one's gonna give them a loan. So
0: yeah, like I think I think the way the first three episodes the way that it's kind of um, the way that the show is interrogating um, discrimination and class and 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 all of and all these things like how how do how do these people pull themselves um, out of poverty, if they're always going to be seen as criminals and no yeah. one will give them the chance, well, then they have to resort to, to crime. And so I th- thought that was all a really interesting dynamic. And then yes, the second half of the show kind of shifts
1: because is spoiler other, alert. No, I don't think this is a huge spoiler alert, but like Teletama show may it is not.
0: It is not, and it wouldn't be a good show if it was. Um, members yeah. of these
1: denoted tribes well it, it would just not be a surprise but uh, well
0: it just it wouldn't be an interesting
1: but what I found interesting is that Hussein Hussain is just like okay I'm with you they probably didn't do it but we need to throw someone to the wolves right now mm-hmm. so arrest them for it and then the court case will show that they're innocent and you can move on and Shafali Shah that's her big sort of come to Jesus moment in the episode the whole season really is just yeah. like no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, send these guys to jail, just so that we have someone to blame for now. We actually have to figure out who it is. Because more people are going to get killed. murdered. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. the The moral, the morality and the ethics throughout this show are they're complicated. And she had to deal with stuff like
1: that in the first one too. Yeah,
0: like, they're so. That's probably
1: the best part of the show. It's just like this sort of political angle where yeah she has to deal with the media and the general. Like, it's Delhi crime, right? So yeah. it's the city. She has to deal with the city's temperature and, you know, riots and that sort of thing, acting troops that appear at her doorstep for some reason.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're really glad that didn't become a bigger thing.
1: I was. <laughs> if, yeah. if, the next, if the next episode was just like, let's check in with those actors, like, no, no, let's not.
0: Um, but, like, she is such a complex character, mm-hmm. and the way you see her... Like, and her husband was a
1: cop too? It's unclear. I think so. Yeah, I don't know what he does now, but like, I mean, she talks retired. about some old cases with him and.
0: But the way that she is kind of has to navigate all of this ethically and morally, like, she's clearly disgusted with this cop that she is, fo- this former cop, that she's forced to work Who with. Who,
1: I... She... He, uh, he's basically the same guy as the hunter in Sherney. He may even be the same actor, mm. but that hunter that the, yeah. the the city brings in to kill the mm-hmm. the tiger, he fulfills the same purpose, where it's like, well, here's the old old way of doing things, the old macho way, and our female main character has to do it a different yeah.
0: way. Yeah, and sh- I mean, she clearly is an ethical and moral person, but then you know, like when they when they need to to get something, when they're like, trying to solve this case, she will say to her to to the, to the police officers working under her, you know, don't leave a mark.
1: Yeah, you know, she's yeah, not. I'll get, I'll get a medic in here to give a report.
0: She is not opposed um, to using force. She's I not opposed. I feel like you would
1: get kicked out of the deli or any Indian police <laughs> if you were like. Let's not rough these guys up.
0: Yeah, she's not opposed to to using violence. Um, and to She leaves the room, though. She will, yeah, she leaves the room, but she, she knows what's going on. Um, and there are moments I when don't think
1: you would not get far in the police force if you were fine, if you could not do violence. I'm sure she yeah. probably did have to beat people up.
0: Yeah, and there there are moments probably when... women
1: actually because it's always the girl cops that get brought right. girl cops. They always bring women cops in to deal with women issues. So yeah. she's probably beating up uh, prostitutes and things back in the day.
0: Well, and there's moments where you see her completely lose her cool mm-hmm. and go off on 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 people who clearly don't deserve it who are just like I'm being held here against my will. You yeah. haven't charged me with anything, you know, like
1: They're there for like 3 4 days.
0: Um, And she does she does kind of come back and apologize. But it's just like the pressure she is under and how she navigates, um, you know, the, the means will justify the ends versus what is morally and ethically right is really fascinating. And I've spoken a lot on the show about my. Um problems with the way that police brutality can often be shown positively in uh, some
1: especially in counter killings
0: yeah in in some um Hindi television shows and films um, and it's still it's still really kind of makes me upset like I, but I think Delhi crime is this show is far more interested in uh, in kind of exploring the the gray areas of how do you maintain your ethics and your morality mm-hmm. while trying to trying to protect people, but also with the, the political pressures that you're under. And so, like, I mean, and Shefali Shah is incredible.
1: Let me like, just a, say, like, Shefali yeah, Shah, like, she is it.
0: so so good in this role she's I, so mad
1: all the time i
0: didn't find this season as satisfying as i found the first season or i didn't find it kind of as well paced or plotted but i did i did just appreciate being able to return to her character and and and, and kind of the three the three central crops you know i think i really like it when she talks
1: to the ultimate perpetrator at the end and basically oh, like so good. sometimes sometimes you don't they don't know why they do it. That just something snaps. You'll anyway, never know. On to my next case. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, yeah, that, that kind of search for meaning in in the chaos and the violence and just you're never and, and I think that's something that, that true crime often tries to to give us. It tries to
1: well, it make tries to. Scare you, basically.
0: Yes, but it also tries to make sense of these things,
1: even um, though they probably don't. Even make
0: though sense. you can't, and I think that's that's one thing that I find because it's that collective like trying to understand, um, you know, these these horrors that have that have been inflicted on us, um, and. You know, a lot of true crime, you know, wants to tie things up in a nice little bow, but I don't think, I think Delhi crime understands that that's false. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been compared to, to Zodiac, <laughs> which I think is apt. Yeah. um, The first season It was. doesn't have
1: the, like the investigative uh, journalist element, but the cop stuff for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, like the first season. So I think like they, they understand like the moral complexity and the ambiguity of of what they're exploring in, in in this
1: show. Well, also, as opposed to the first season, where the it's basically like these guys have done a horrible crime. Let's find all of them. Yeah. They're not really at risk of reoffending because they know like they screwed up really bad, <laughs> and the cops and the city will murder them if they know who they are. In this one, there's a definite chance that they're going to reoffend.
0: Well, and they are reoffending.
1: They're reoffending right? all the time. They yeah. do it like three or four times. So yeah. That it's more like we need to catch these people because they will very quickly murder more people mm-hmm. and it's also like I said people who matter yeah <laughs> unfortunately if you're rich in India rich anywhere really if you get killed the cops are gonna investigate what happened a lot more
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, which is I
0: think something the show's aware of
1: yeah oh definitely that's why the foreign the home minister is calling a deal who's saying like you know the PM's on my back I saw it on the news you gotta actually solve this one yeah so I, I appreciated that. Sort of chase element. And know, I, and in I that, do want to say, that like, more these, people are going to be in danger. These
0: people are wealthy, but they're not like.
1: They don't have guards all the time. They don't have guns, gunmen, like yeah. politicians.
0: Yeah. And I think it's really important that the show really takes some time to spend with um, the daughter of the, yeah. the first victims and just kind of how awful this is because, you know, like, it, it's exploring it's exploring class but it it never it, i don't think it ever you know like wants to condemn people mm-hmm. who are well off or wealthy you know it, it 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 the show still sees these as human beings who have families and you know we're never on the side of um the criminals
1: i did like well i okay i don't know about that really I'll see about that in okay. A minute. okay but um i also liked how Shah's like when you see the body, don't look at the face. You don't want to remember your mother that way. Yeah, that was a nice touch.
0: Like I think we're on the side of um, like the two the two guys who are initially accused, who then you find out like robbed someone of their like of like of their black money of game. black money. Like you're on their I, side. I think
1: <laughs> once you actually know the killers a little bit, there uh, there is a little bit of empathy that is generated.
0: Maybe yeah.
1: If only because. Some of them are so much worse than the others. Yeah, that's
0: fair. Um, Do we want to go to spoiler zone?
1: Yeah, we probably should. Okay. Okay, so the reason this show is lopsided is that the last two episodes are about Tilatama Shomei's gang, basically.
0: Yeah. Is it the last two or like the last two and a half?
1: It's about that. But, like, you spend all this time with the denotified tribes and this interesting, you know, subculture and, oh, there's prejudice and, yeah, this is interesting. But it turns out it's a whole other thing, which... Mm -hmm. uh, And they're just pretending to be this gang as a red herring. And I thought that was good. It's just that that aspect of the story doesn't have as much time to develop. Yeah. And um, when I was talking about the empathy part, like, the... The one guy who gets caught and doesn't get murdered mm. at the end—you mm-hmm. kind of feel for him a little bit because he's the the driver, basically. I think, and he freaks out and runs away, and he gets picked up by the cops. He does shoot Rajesh Thailand, which we don't like. No. but like, you, but he's okay. Yeah, he, he's fine. It, that was very worrisome, but uh, I love like, him. This one guy. Once you realize what uh, Teletama is like, you're like, oh yeah, he's probably better off with the cops.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Like at times, I wondered if they were trying to build empathy for Teletama Shome. So what? I think we, a little bit. Like
1: you see her getting this new building for her yeah. salon. Like she so has we, she has goals, and you know, anytime someone has goals in a movie, you're typically like, okay,
0: yeah. Even though you're
1: murdering people, I, I I like that you're doing it for a purpose, and you're not just doing natural-born killers or something.
0: So what we learn is that all of the victims um, were clients at a salon that Tilla Tamashome worked at. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of these clients kind of implied that they would help her open her own salon and then kind of turned on her.
1: Not even turned on her. It's more like... That was a passing fancy for them and then they just never thought about her in the rest yeah. of her life and yeah. her character is very it reminds
0: much... me a lot of that dynamic that you see in the white lotus with yeah. um, jennifer yeah. coolidge
1: her character is one of those ones where She takes things very literally and is Mm -hmm. also very driven towards, like, she runs away from her village, she runs away from her husband.
0: And her son. And
1: her son. She changes her name after going to the first place she works at.
0: And she seems to kind of be copying the woman uh, who owns the salon that she was working for. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But she's just taking everything literally, like, okay, yeah. Um, Oh, I, I forget what movie it is, but it's somewhere. It's a movie where someone is just like, "Yeah, there's a great destiny for me," and it, you know, all these other people are just in my way, and I'll just work my way up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's kind of what uh, Pearl was like in X. That character, mm. just someone who's very self-centered and just thinks of other people as just wow. tools to get to where she wants.
0: You'll be able to assess that once we watch Pearl. Yeah, when we
1: watch the <laughs> the origin movie of that character. But, like, I thought that that was really interesting because it's a very simplistic, childlike view of the world. And also, um, if you ever read up on real serial killers, they're not like Hannibal super no, murder they're geniuses. They're really not. They, they're more like humans that are just missing parts of their brain and they can pretend to be a full person, but they're not. And there's just. Yeah, they're they're like a perfect empathy machine, and that you can they can convince you that they like you and that sort of thing. But they really, uh, they'll never be happy. They'll never be fulfilled. And that that exit interview I thought was really interesting.
0: Yes, and that's where like I, yes, I think maybe at times they're trying to build up an empathy for Tilatama Shome, um, you know, because obviously she is a woman who was you know it's implied forced into a marriage, forced to have a child, had no. Um, agency had no agency and no kind of ability to
1: living in a village does not look fun yeah, to anybody. To
0: kind of like take control of her own life, um, but then with that,
1: oh, it was um, the Nicole Kidman one
0: to die for. To
1: die for. Oh yeah, where it's just like, yep, yeah, here's my goal, and I'm going to do whatever it takes.
0: Yeah. Um, but then I think with with that exit interview, like, and the disgust. That Shafali Shah has for her. I don't know. I, I, and, and, and how Shafali Shah kind of, she's aware of all of she these things. She figures her out in
1: like five seconds. She like, figures oh, her out you're in... just a psycho. I, yeah. It doesn't matter what, why you did the things you do. You're crazy.
0: She figures her out immediately and like, oh, you just wanted to like open a salon. So you, mur-
1: you murdered like and 12 people.
0: She has no. Just like, no, you are, I do not care about you. And so yeah. I think... You're not
1: actually interesting enough to w- learn more about.
0: Yeah, and it, it doesn't matter why you did any of this. And I think that's where ultimately, like, I, I love that the show ends on that note. And ultimately, what I felt is like, okay, any empathy that I felt like the show had been building up for this woman, it just sucked away. Well, it's also... In a very satisfying Wait, Tilatama Shomei is great, we should say. I mean, she's always great. It's, I usually think she plays far more sympathetic characters yeah. in like Monsoon Wedding and Sir.
1: When I say that there's empathy developed there, it's all through cinematic means, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're mm-hmm. just seeing her get the keys to a new that's place. True. And she, that's never, sort
0: of she never does anything um, to make you like her. But which it, pl- is it, pl- it plays
1: on, like, yeah. oh, she wants to start a new business. I've seen movies like that. That's yeah. nice. She, there's a reason why she's doing this. It's not well, like... Well, you have
0: once said that, like, opening, like, a, a nail or lash or a salon is, like, the equivalent of, like, dudes wanting to open a tattoo shop. Like, yeah. it's a very um, kind of stereotypical, um, like, female business
1: yeah.
0: uh, goal. Or
1: garage. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... I don't want to denigrate, like, sort of working-class jobs, but it, it no. it's a dream that a lot of people seem to have. Yeah. And there's a lot of flat nail salons a lot of we
0: just see a lot of these businesses like open and close yeah in our, in our area there's yeah. like
1: the there's just one the donut shop that closed by our old place it's a hair salon now yeah like when did that happen yeah and how we long just is it going to stick around yeah
0: a lot of turnover of like um beauty parlors and tattoo shops where we live
1: yeah and it seems like you know there's there's other sort of businesses that could be fun to open mm-hmm. but that's just like kind of the baseline one that people want to do yeah I don't know, I, I don't want to shit on anyone's dreams or whatever, but like, it does seem like, I don't know, at least you're not opening an escape room or a VR parlor or something.
0: Yeah.
1: At least it's a service that people need. Um, Which is,
0: I think, why it's something. But, oh, it's a way to be creative, too. Yeah, and the, exactly. Um, there's artistry in it.
1: Yeah, even though she's a psychopath. <laughs> Who knows how good her haircuts work?
0: Yeah, Tiltam yeah, uh, Hashome is so good. She's so cold. She's positively evil. It's yeah. really good.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was to die for, I think. And that's mm-hmm. a lot more theatrical. Yeah, film. Nicole
0: Kidman is a lot more
1: She's telling the story. If Tilatamo Shume was telling the story, maybe, you know, we would have that
0: Well, I just I don't think I don't think Tilatama Shumane even knows why she's doing this. She just no. all she knows is she needs the money and these women have the money. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah, and I like the detective work of finding raska uh, dougal actually figures that part out but mm-hmm. um it's a
0: good redemption for her
1: the one guy he gets his grandma to buy to sell jewelry mm-hmm. grandma's funny <laughs> they break into her house and she's like who are you i don't i don't know you um
0: well but it's terrifying like these people will like they break in without a warrant you know like yeah they're just there's all these things that we i don't like, think
1: you need a warrant in india
0: yeah there's all these things that i think from you take for granted watching um north american and british crime procedurals and dramas and movies and stuff that we just kind of like absorb that like oh that's how the system works and then when you watch these these shows and movies in india you're like
1: oh my god well it's also the political but also
0: like they need to bring these people yeah. in, like, you you don't want any anyone's grandparents getting murdered.
1: I would assume that um, like, they could find a judge to do it after the fact, and also she's like a poor old lady that yeah. no one cares about, and again, yeah. it's a very class based show, so it's like, yeah, break her door down, who cares? Like, you gotta find these guys now, and we could deal with the particulars later. If yeah. she sues us, who cares? She, would, she won't even have the money to get a lawyer.
0: Yeah. Do we want to come out of spoiler zone and just give our final... Yay or nay on this season?
1: Sure. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Your Forest. Your Forest is a podcast about the natural world. Hear stories about the environment, renewable resources, conservation, forestry, hunting, fishing, and more. This is a podcast for those who cannot live without the joys and wonders of all wild things. Find Your Forest where you get your podcasts or at yourforestpodcast.com. That's yourforestpodcast.com. Welcome to Super Typical Mega Bank. How can we disappoint you today?
0: Hi, I'd like to open an account.
1: May I pressure you into considering a pro-disadvantage, high-regret, impersonal, everyday, inconvenient savings plan with added compounded confusion at no additional discount or apology? It's one of our top disappointers. I feel so disappointed. Yeah. Another unsatisfied customer. Next. If your bank makes you feel like this, it's time you talk to us. Connect First Credit Union. Bank on a brighter future. Good. good show.
0: Yeah, it is a good season. Um, I like that
1: it was short, actually. I watched it almost all in one sitting on a train.
0: Oh, yeah. I kind of did it over two nights. Um, I didn't like it as much as the the first season. Yeah. Um, that had a
1: lot more room to breathe, though.
0: Yeah. And I think just the work that Richie Mehta put into um, kind of in, like researching the case and spending time with the cops, I think it, it, it shows it's on screen um, but I still, I still think this is a compelling, like, procedural. Yeah. I still think that, like, it, it does a good job of kind of teasing out larger themes, uh, and, and larger societal issues to explore and comment on. And so it just doesn't become about, like, solving the crime. I think your would um, liked this one.
1: I don't know if she liked the first one. That might be a bit too intense, but this one, maybe. I'm sure she'd be into it. Um, she loves it. It's, it's closer to a British, yeah. um you know, detective show and she loves those, so.
0: a strong female character at the center of it. We haven't really talked too much about how it's shot, but looks great. It's all like- it kind of looks
1: the same as the first time. It's
0: night for night photography. Yeah. They use great use of like all of the like-
1: CCTVs.
0: Yeah, CCTV footage and all the lights that you have um, kind of on the streets at night and just the way it like reflects off the streets. Like it just looks really great.
1: I yeah, like folly shots car. She gets those little, I think they call it an ambassador. Oh, the, like the little, lace curtains. Little, yeah. yeah.
0: Um oh we didn't talk any we didn't talk in the spoiler zone about like the ending ending, but I'm excited to see if they get a third season where it's gonna go. Yeah. Um I think it ends on a really on a really good note. So yeah. yeah. I, hey,
1: people are punished for doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. I think it would be hard for this season to match how impressive and satisfying the first season was. Um I think of all the of all the shows, there's only three shows that we've ever discussed the second season of. Um, so, Sacred Games, Deli Crime, and The Family Man. Mm-hmm. And The Family Man is the one where the second season was amazingly better than the first.
1: I would say Sacred Crimes was equal. Yeah. They're, they definitely have different sort sacred of... Sacred Games. Sacred Games, sorry. They, they definitely had sort of different focuses between the two seasons. Yeah. But they're both pretty good. But if and you then look- this one, I think it is kind of let down by the length. Yeah. But it, it's done about as well as the first one, so it's yeah. really good.
0: I think if you liked the first season and you liked these performances and characters, yeah, watch mm-hmm. it. It's good.
1: And if you didn't see the first one, you could probably just watch this one cold. like
0: You could, yeah. You don't
1: really need to know much. Yeah, I think it basically explains everything. It doesn't really explain Raska, Dougal, and uh, Shefali Shah's relationship that much, but you'll get it.
0: Yeah, I don't. you don't need to know too much about the backstory of these characters. They're very...
1: They're just cops.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say they're interesting, they're well-performed, but, like, uh, you know, if you if you just know what the case was, they were investigating the first one, you, like, understand the
1: way, the, the trauma <laughs> yeah, yeah, that they're, they're carrying around. They've all seen some shit. All
0: right, uh, so that brings us to the end of this Netflix and Dill. Uh, we will be back in a couple weeks, and um, we're kind of kind of going to be continuing along kind of similar tones a similar vibe
1: prime time
0: yes we are going to be doing our annual November episode i think i have sourced some uh movies from like the late 40s and mm. 50s knock on wood that those those films uh when we sit down to watch them uh you know have subtitles throughout and i are...
1: check tommy dan 666 whatever his name is on youtube he's always got yes. really good Reproductions.
0: Yes, so I think I think I've found I think I found some good stuff um, because for our noir member episode, we always prefer to kind of talk about um, older films from the fifties and sixties. There honestly to... haven't
1: been any new noir movies in Hindi films, probably like, since Ada Dune.
0: I feel like we've kind of exhausted a lot of the neo noir that we can discuss. Um, though, like, I was still finding some that we haven't gotten to. But point is, it's our annual noir member episode. I'm sorry, I can't tell you the titles of the film right now, just because. Um this this episode always gives us trouble. <laughs> it's,
1: it's one of our favorites to do, but the movies always screw up somehow.
0: Yes, yes. Uh so it's, that
1: we're doomed heroes.
0: That'll be out in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the
1: show? At Ballerwood pod at Matt underscore B O W E S, at Aaron E Fraser, Facebook.com slash ballers for lovers, Tumblr.com slash ballers for lovers. Rate and review us like uh VD wonderful 24. person. V D twenty four Rate and reviewers like them; they're great. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to Becca Delkey for our artwork. Uh, and if you're if you enjoy listening to me, I guess uh, you can check out my other show that I do with Paul Mattwatch called Trash Art in the Movies. Uh, we just recorded an episode about two Clive Barker films. I was very unfamiliar with Clive Barker, so yeah, you can hear go- what you a, lot can, of, a lot of goop. <laughs> you can hear what I think about Clive Barker.
1: Yeah, pretty goopy stuff. <laughs> I know I know I know even less about him than you do, so Yeah. Anyway. Stay sexy and don't get murdered.
0: <laughs> okay.